Kalimera, Kalispera, whatever time you're watching, this is Mappa. I'm Stel, and the gentleman I have right here, you should know him. Every Abolon fan should know him. Marco, welcome to the pod. How are you doing? Uh, hello. Hello, everybody, all fans, Apollon fans, and all Cypriot uh, fans of, of your program. Uh, I am very good. I am in Spain, enjoying football, of course, and I'm following the, the, the league, the Cyprus, the Cypriot Championship. And I want to congratulate uh, Aris for, for his title and also Omonia for the cup that they won recently. Oh, thank you very much. That's a great start. You know about the Cypriot football. You still follow it. That's fantastic. It makes my job much easier. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, I like... Uh, sorry. sorry, yes, I I have great, great memories from my, my time there in Cyprus and I have friends that I still have and... I am still going there for holidays, so so I, I follow because I love it, the, my time there. So do you go to Limassol or do you go to other parts of the island as well? I go to Limassol. I go to Limassol, but I have visited all all the islands, so so it's a lovely country and, and I, am, I, I am going there quite often. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so let's talk about the start of your career at Villarreal, a, a very popular team in Spain. I remember they got to the Champions League semi-finals when Riquelme was was playing. I think they lost against Arsenal, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was the Champions League semi-final, but they had players like Forlan, etc., etc. What can you tell me about your football education at Villarreal and their philosophy on, on youth development? Uh, I joined Villarreal when I was 14 years old. It was uh, now in Spain, all the all the clubs, not only first division clubs, even second division, they start to to look for players very young from everywhere, and I got selected for for that time in in 2009. I think it was nine, no, even earlier than that, and I moved there to play in under 15 team. That was the time when uh, when Villarreal got. Uh, a, a rich semi-finals in Europe with Forlan, with Forlan, sorry, with Riquelme and against Arsenal. It was my second year there. And then I follow, I grow up there as a player, as a person also, in, in Villarreal, in the philosophy that they had. They started to develop a full program for, for youth players with the, the facilities that they have there, that they are amazing. Recently I went there because it's the centenary of the club. And they invite me there to visit again the, the the team and the club, and it's impressive how they they invest in the in the youth because they know that the to to co to compete to to be able to to fight in first division you need to bring two three four players from the youth if not it's impossible with the with the global football that we are now involved uh, and the millions that all clubs have. You need to bring players from down and and try to sell them or to or, or to put them to play in the first team to to balance the the team. So I grew up there. They had special philosophy to to make the players reach the top level, and it's amazing how they work. and And I am very grateful my time there because I learn I learn a lot and and I could reach professional football there with them. Well, when you made your pro debut, I'm assuming, if I get my dates correct, that was round about the time when Spain had the golden generation, so much success, European Championships, World Cup, European Championships again. And when I was growing up, I remember Spain as 
they were a very good team, but they were underachieving. Raul was there. You had Zubizarreta in goal. Very good players. Nadal, the centre-back. But they never reached the levels that they did with uh, Del Bosque and... Um, was it Aragones that was a head coach? Luis Aragones before, yes. Luis Aragones before. So, so when, when did all of this evolution begin in terms of the, the great style of football? Because I know Guardiola gets a lot of credit... Yes, well, I still think there were other clubs involved. It wasn't just Barcelona players. There were other clubs from other 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 players from other clubs. Uh, in Spain, we we always uh, had this uh, this uh, question that how, why what happened to to reach that level with the with the Spanish teams, and I think most of the credit has to must have uh, Guardiola, also maybe Johan Cruyff because it was the first one who put the seat to grow all this kind of football with the ball, with the passing, with the controlling the game, that in that moment was the, the, the right choice. Also, Luis Aragonés was the first coach who got the European Championship. And it was based on Barcelona players, because Xavi and Iniesta, they put the, 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 the line of the, of the game. So they, I think we have to thank uh, to this... Uh, to Guardiola, to Luis Aragonés and to Bar Barcelona. It's, it's impossible to deny this, that they, they put the, the way of foot, Spanish football play. In Spain, we always gave a lot of importance to the ball, to the technique, to the, and to learn from, from, from kids this kind of, uh, of movements. It's, a, it's not easy to, to create this out of nothing. And I think all the clubs, they were involved or they were let's say they put the they choose the, the path of barcelona to to develop players like villarreal villarreal also start uh, looking at how barcelona did with masia with the youth players to to reach to try to reach that level so i think i think guardiola has the guardiola cruyff barcelona put this style of game after now we can discuss nowadays i think the football changed now it's more physically. I think Premier League is getting the the, the, the best talents, not only for money, because the, the, the game is more passionate, is more that, that we all all want to, to see now in the TV, in this nowadays that is like entertainment. And it's nice to see games with a lot of chances. And I think that's why now Premier League is taking the, the lead on this on this case. For sure. And I'm glad you mentioned the Premier League because Obviously, Manchester City are in the Champions League final. They've won the Premier League. They could win the FA Cup. So that's that's the treble. But then I look at Real Madrid's season in La Liga. Hasn't been great. Ancelotti is probably going to get sacked. Then you've got Barcelona that won the La Liga. But even in Europe, they weren't particularly good. So is there a worry in Spain that perhaps the English teams will dominate the Champions League, not the other leagues, because obviously we know that Sevilla won the Europa League the other night. But do you think there's a worry in Spain that Man City will be way ahead of everyone? Yes, for sure. I think uh, we should be aware of this because now the football changed. Uh, the games are the the main thing, or or me now I look at the football more as a coach than as a football player, and I see that that if I can choose my players, maybe before I will I will choose. I would have chosen that the technique, uh, understanding of the game, and maybe now I put in front the, the physicality because I think it's very important to keep the 
the pace to keep the ring, the speed of the game in uh, and after they start to build your game and your and your or your and your style. So I think now in Spain it's easy to say that the other teams like in like a, like a Manchester City uh, Premier League clubs they have a lot of money. That is uh, impossible to say that no. But in, we have to I think to to change a bit the direction the direction before we choose Guardiola Cruyff. But now the football change. Also, we saw Barcelona this season. For the league, they can do something in the championship, in the Spanish championship. But when they go to Europe, uh, it's not the same. It's very hard to, for them to beat teams. And I think they have to change a bit the, the way, like, like uh, for example, Guardiola. Guardiola did also in the, in the Premier League. He has very good technique players. But when you see them, they are like uh, athletes. They are huge. They are fast. They are... They cover a lot of meters. They shoot. They go up, down. It's it's it's, it's, it's uh, for me the, what the Guardiola did this season with Manchester City is uh, something impressive because it's a team that is almost impossible to beat. Uh, absolutely, and there's one other thing. I hate to keep talking about the Premier League because this isn't about the Premier League, but I have to ask you about Arteta because Arteta was. Uh, Pep's assistant at Manchester City. He's gone to Arsenal. Now, you have some Arsenal fans that say, fantastic, he's done very, very well. They won the FA Cup three, four years ago. Now they finished second after having maybe a bad season the year before finishing fifth. But then you have other fans that say, well, he spent over £400 million. They haven't won anything where, where do you see Arteta's future? Can you see him going to La Liga soon? Or has he still got a job to finish at Arsenal? I think he the, the club should keep him because the, the work that he did, they have to... They didn't... I think he finished his... Uh, let's say his, uh, his picture of the team. He didn't finish what he wants from the team to get some titles on this. Uh, Arsenal is a club that has a lot of money, spend a lot of money, and that is true. But uh, in football, it's not mathematics. If you spend 100 million, doesn't tell you that you're gonna win. That's the the, the nice of the game that uh, you have to 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 work every day and to show it. I think Arteta took the right way. I know it's very hard to keep the the level with Manchester City because they win, 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 and especially they had a, a bad month uh, when they play against them, and and that was the difference of the to take the championship or not. I think Arteta should keep, should uh, the club should keep him and give him more chance to to continue there. But uh, if in your question that if I see him in La Liga, for him only couple of games, couple of teams can 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 match with his style. Maybe Barcelona, Real Madrid. I don't think so. I think he's more Barcelona style than Real Madrid. Real Madrid is is very hard club. I I mean it's very. You need to to win the next day that you arrive. You they cannot wait. They cannot wait. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I look at Ancelotti. He did very well last season. This yes. season, you know, he won. Did he win the Copa del Rey? Yes, he won Copa del Rey. Yes, but uh, in Spain, <laughs> they were waiting for him to win the Champions League. If not, you can imagine you finish uh, 14, 17 points behind Barcelona. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Okay, well, let's talk about Abolon, the, the club that you played for in Cyprus. Um, can you tell me how the transfer came about? Because we know 
round about that time that you were there, there were other Spanish players. So was there a link with agents or did Apollo know about you? Uh, I can explain you very well because I remember like if it was yesterday. I okay. I was playing in, in second division in Spain, in Racing Santander. Last season I was playing in first division in Spain. But you know, there are some choices that in football happen. And maybe players who the, the, I play in under in youth uh, Spanish national team and and the, the path of some players or the or the way of other players is different. Maybe I didn't have the right choice there because in that moment Racing Santander has very sad th- times, had very sad times with the one uh, investor who didn't bring money. I don't know, something strange happened. So finally, we relegate from first division to second division. I, that year, I was in second division with the Racing Santander. I play almost 40, almost all the games, 40, 35 games. And I, I remember one agent, it's called Alexis. Uh, uh, for sure, he, he remembered me. Uh, he, he, li- he liked uh, a lot of Spanish league, and he knew that the, some Spanish players can match in, in, Cyp- in Cyprus. So he was looking, and then I remember I meet with him in winter uh, in one coffee shop there in Santander. He came with my agent, and, but just to see, not with any intention. But then finally, at the end of the season, Apollo won the cup that year, and they were they gonna play, they were they were playing for the to qualify for Europa League uh, group stage. So I finished there in Santander. It was very hard uh, hard season for me. And then he thought, okay, we can try to bring him in Cyprus because we're going to try to play Europe. And I think it's a player that can match here in Apollo. Then he offered me and I say yes straight. I just called Roberto Garcia. That was, I don't know if you remember him, was a Spanish player in Apollo. Yeah, I spoke right. with him. He told me, yeah, yeah, I'm living here. It's nice. Uh, the club is uh, it's a very good club. So I took the decision and I didn't think much. I moved there. I was very blessing with my decision and and that, that that's that was how I started my my time in Cyprus well that's a that's a very short story but I'm guess the process was a little bit long because obviously the negotiations and everything that goes towards it but in terms of a ball on the club how were they promoted to you I mean you mentioned the European uh, adventure or the opportunity to play in Europa League but in terms of the club's size, the history, the fan base, did anyone tell you anything about it? At the beginning, no, really no, because in Spain, uh, Cyprus football, I, I know more now because uh, because I was there and I and I am and I like to know more, even more. But uh, in that moment, nobody knew about Apollo really. Not Apollo, not Apoel. Even Apoel that was qualifying sometimes for Champions, nobody knew much about. But really, when I got there and I, when I arrived, I realized the club I joined. I saw the fans, I saw the the history of the club, and it was very. I I, I realized that I did the right choice when I when I arrived there, even even more than before. So I was very happy to join the club. Especially, I I have to say also, I went there because they're gonna play uh, the playoff to go to Europa League. That that is very important for a player to grow up in in his career so so I took the the choice and and I am very happy well I tell you what it's a great segue to my next question and it is about the European adventure so to speak I know if again if memory serves me correct 
Abolon won 10 out of their first 13 league games. And that was all during the time when you had the European games. Now, I'm sure you're aware teams like Ajax and Omonia, even Abolon this season, were in Europe. But their league form was really affected by the European games. Travelling here, travelling there. The squad maybe not physically strong enough to do it. But you guys were okay. You guys didn't really seem to be affected too much. Is it because maybe the quality of players at Abolon at the time had played at a higher level that they were used to it? Yeah, I think uh, in that time we had a great team. I think I remember uh, really in Cyprus, I think that the, the championship changed a lot when I was there until now. When I was there, I, I felt that only maybe Apoel or Omonia start to have very tough times or Oh, there were like some games that you knew before you jump in the field that you're going to win. If you don't do something strange or maybe can happen in football. But nowadays, I think it's harder for the teams. I mean, you can play against uh, Salamina and they can beat you. And in that moment, with all the respect for Salamina, uh, we knew that we're going to win at the end of the game or that we're going to win uh, to Agna at the end of the game. Doesn't matter our performance almost. In that nowadays, I think it's harder for the team. So that can be a reason. And also, I remember we had very a lot of talent that in one, maybe we didn't have the best performance, but in one action, in one uh, long ball, in one corner, we can decide the, the, the game. And, and that's it. If I remember correctly, I think you the first time you played IL, you lost 1-0, I think. I think that might have been the first game. And I think you beat them 1-0 in, in the second game. Um, but in terms of the rivalry between those two teams, we know about Abuo and Omonia, and I know about Abolon and, and uh, Ael. But as a, a Spanish player going to Cyprus, did you expect it to be that intense? Because I know it can be a little bit hostile, to say the least. Yeah, no, really. I, I was surprised there a lot because in Spain we had... Uh... We have uh, third games and also with the rivals, let's say, but uh, but not in that uh, level of, of 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 passion. I remember fireworks. I don't know how to say in English Bengals, or I don't know how to say, and it was amazing the the atmosphere. And really, I think uh, not many people know about Cyprus, but all people who go to Cyprus to to play, they realize that this is something else. In an, an island with one million population. There are many teams with many history, with a lot of history, with a lot of supporters. I, I've in Cyprus, I felt really I was professional football player. I was in the streets and they recognized me. In Spain, no, this didn't happen to me. So this is the 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 the, the, the what you feel in Cyprus really for foreign players because maybe. Some of them, they are very known in, in their class, but the others, we go like me. I was playing second division. Okay, I was famous maybe in Santander, but not out Santander. In Cyprus, you go and they recognize you. They, that is the, the passion that they have in Cyprus. And I think is the, the strength of the competition there. Yeah, but I also believe that there's a lot of pressure uh, for players, especially foreign players, to play in Cyprus because... If they don't start well, the fans immediately turn on them and they call them tourists. They're only here for the money, this and that. But yeah, if, no, yeah, but if players, you know, after three or four weeks or three or four games, 
they start performing immediately they they put them as legends and they're they're really happy with them but you know that yeah. that season I, I remember you guys played i think it was it trabzonspor if i'm not mistaken the turkish team Yes, yes, yes. It was Transuspo. I remember the the Gassipi, the stadium in Nicosia was full of, of yeah. the flag of Greece. It was, I think it was very important for, I realized that it was very important not only for Apollon, also for the island and for the Cypriots, that game. What was that like then in terms of the, the build-up to the game? Because I'm sure maybe you weren't too familiar with the political uh, situation with with Cyprus, Turkey, and Greece, etc. And I know that our Bolon fans are very pro Greece, and then you've got a Turkish team coming to Cyprus. It must have been, I, I guess, hostile. Probably isn't the word I want to describe, but a high pressure situation for everyone. You realize that it was not a normal game because you saw what you say about politics. Straight, you have to ask what is happening there. It's not a normal game. And we felt that. We knew that we have to make uh, uh, our supporters proud, Our even even we are representing a Cypriot uh, club, so we have to make proud all the island. And we knew that it is going to be a hard game and, and a special game for, for all, important game for what happened in the war, for the Turkish war and everything. So I think it was more than a game. I think we did all what we could. I remember at Transsports, they have a lot of money. They have big players. I remember they had Maluda from Chelsea. They have some uh, very important players. And we, did, we, of course, we knew that it was more than a game, but uh, finally it's football. We have to play to be, to be, uh, to represent the best of we can the game, but nothing else than, than football and make proud the, the supporters, I think we did, and that, 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 that's it. Well, it seemed that you guys had a, a pretty good season. I think you guys came third in your first season, if I'm not mistaken, your first season in Cyprus, you guys finished third. I think, wasn't Ireland Upwell joint top? If I'm, I, I think, because my memory isn't think, great at the I moment. Think, I think it was third or second, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. The first season, I don't remember, yes, but I think, yes. I, 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 what I remember, and I have a a, a, a great uh, how how could I say a great story for myself is that I never won a, a, a title with Apollon, and I will have wished to to do it because it's an amazing experience. Mm. I know that there's pressure for every club you go to as a footballer. You know they they see the name, they see the the CV, the clubs that you've previously played for. As a player that had played for a La Liga side going to Cyprus, was that added pressure for you? Because maybe the fans expected more than perhaps that, that you, you could deliver? I don't know. Was, was it extended pressure, yeah. would you say? Yes, yeah, sure, sure. But uh, uh, personally, the most uh, pressure I put is myself. I want to perform. I want to make the, the things good. I want to be... Uh, something important for the club. When I join a club, I think that I'm going to stay there 10 years. So I take it like this. The good advantage I see there when you move to, to Cyprus, for example, is that I didn't underst understand Greek. So I mean, you know, you are like in your in your world and you can focus in your in your game and in your performance. There is not noise around you. Maybe if you are I can understand Cypriot players when they come, they they listen, the, the, the family, the friends, the newspapers, 
Maybe I took a newspaper, I saw, I saw in my picture, but I didn't know what it was there, right? I mean, not good, not bad, I think from both sides. So finally, I think you can uh, go in your world, focus in your, in, your, in your football, focus in your performance, uh, play one game, next game, next game. And that is, I think it's important also that to, to keep out of, of this noise. I remember in Spain last season, I played here, it was crazy. The newspapers were uh, crazy. It's better not even to open because if you play good, you win. Why you didn't win 3-0? If you lose, you are the worst. It's, this yeah. is very hard. I think it's important for players to keep a line, a balance, and that is uh, how the performance uh, comes. So when you came to Cyprus, in fact, not just when you first went to Cyprus, but your time on the island, were there any things that surprised you? I mean, I remember talking to Manu, Manu Garcia, about when he first came to Cyprus and he was at the airport and they lost his luggage. And we said, well, that's normal for Cyprus. You know? <laughs> or maybe how people park their cars on, on the pavement and there's other things. And I'll give you another example, the, the, the match fixing and the, the betting in Cyprus. For example, uh, Olympiagos today got a 50,000 euro fine because there was suspicious betting with a game against Loxa. Now, I know these things happen everywhere in football, but in Cyprus, it appears to be, meh, it, it is what it is. Were, were there any little things that you noticed that were very different to the Spanish, uh, I don't know, attitude towards football? Yeah, there, there are many also in, in the way of, of life, for sure. But because I think it's because it's an island and... It's a, it's a small, it's, it's a bit different, everything. It's like everybody knows each other, especially in football. Uh, I was surprised, yes, of course, about the betting, how you said, about the referees, that everybody was blaming the referees. They put bombs, right? I don't know what it was crazy for me. It was like, what is this? It's <laughs> just a game? How this can happen? Also, the fights with the fans and or being in the facilities in Apollon and all the fans come to, to sing, to support. I never lived that, but I think it's the, the way of Cyprus uh, live football. Of course, you have to to keep the sense in everything, the common sense in everything what happens there. Like, uh, uh, it's football, it's a game. But it's nice to feel the passion that they put until the limits that uh, never happen, never can happen. I remember I played one game against, we played against Ike Larnaca, and it was suspended because the fans of Ike, they were not much, not many, it was in Syria. And they jump over the, <laughs> and they try to fight with us in the bench. And I was, what is this? It's amazing. And they cancel the game. We, they give us the three points. Things that only in Cyprus, I think, can happen. But, uh, but yeah. it's, it's how it is. I think they are trying to improve a lot, the championship. Uh, the clubs are improving like crazy in Cyprus. The new stadium in Nike, new stadium now for, for Limassol. I think it's, it's going in the right way. Uh, Cypriot football is going in the right way. For me, just they need to improve, in in my opinion, in the, the youth teams, the youth uh, teams of the youth teams of each club. They have to bring more Cypriot players. I know it's hard because I know it's hard because there are not many Cypriots. But I mean, it's not because in Spain we do the things better. That maybe a bit better, yes, but not much, not with that difference to bring maybe new hundred new professional players every year and in Cyprus one. It's, it's, 
Yeah, you're right. I agree, one hundred percent. That's that's a, that's a very fair fair comment. Um, you mentioned the the Ajax fans trying to to fight you guys. Um, in terms of the Abolon fans, I know that this it doesn't just happen with with my team or Monia, but also other clubs. Fans have a lot of influence with decisions being made. Sometimes it could be team selection. Sometimes it could be transfers. I've heard one player was going to join Abuel and the fans didn't like it. And they made a complaint to the president and they said, if you sign him, there's going to be trouble. Um, in terms of the Abolon fans for you, can you tell me you know, your good experiences with them and maybe some different experiences with different supporters, like bad ones? Are you, do you remember any of these stories? I really don't have any any bad uh, story. I, I felt very loved there in Cyprus for the fans. Uh, I think also my way of football, it was very uh, sacrificed. I was a midfield player. I they saw my my passion or my or or my or what that I put everything in the game. Maybe other players they had more problems because they are more quality players that that or you do amazing game or they yield you like you don't run you uh, you just just came here for the money i had very good uh, I, I felt i feel loved still when i go there and someone recognize me they, they 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 tell me how are you how is everything uh, you were the best all these things so bad experience i really never had with uh, especially with apollo fans i think uh, i cannot complain about my my time there about how they treat me and also the club for me was uh, they have very good uh, uh, treat with me. They I had very good relation with the, the president, with the director, with everybody. So I think maybe also because my personality, I was always humble. I was working, I was doing my job on the best way I could do. And, and that is important also. So I cannot tell you anything bad with them because really, I, in my experience, I don't talk about everybody, but in my experience, I never had something. And that, that's just with other fans as well. You have you haven't had any issues with other fans. You mentioned Ayek, but in terms of Ammonia, Abuel, no. You, you you when you go to play against these teams, of course you feel that they are against you because it's normal. It's football. It's, uh, but and with the normal limits that this can't happen in a field. Never no aggressions, no nothing. That I know that it happened also sometimes, and 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 this is for sure. We have to. Refuse and to say no in football. This is cannot be cannot have any space. But uh, I never had. Uh, of course, we have sad games. Yeah, with Ammonia, with the Poel, and you feel the the pressure of from the other fans. But until normal limits that respect your 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 game, just respect your mm. work, and that's it. Well, I'm glad we're talking about fans because there's one Abolon fan who is a club legend, and I believe he was. I think he broke through to the first team when you were there, and that's Humbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now, he's, he's become a legend at the club, you know, was a captain when they won the league last season. Um, what was it, What is it about him that, that makes him such a special player, do you think? When I was there uh, with us, I started to play with Humbo and Pitas. But even Humbos, the, 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 the cup that, they, that Apollon won the year I came, the, the the year before I came, he was uh, first eleven in the cup. So he was, I think, seventeen years or something like that. Mm. 
So this can tell you the, the, the kind of the player that we are talking about. A huge, a big player. No one with 17 years old can play a final. The coach are not stupid. The coach put the players for their performance. So I think he, he, he had the level already in that time. Of course, he needed to, to get more mature than now for sure he is. And he showed during many years. He moved also to, to Portugal one season. Then I think yeah. was important for him to, to, to improve as a player. And now he's giving to the club what, uh, what he had in his, in his legs. He's, uh, I, he has very good shooting. He has very good uh, physical performance. He was a, a humble player, eager player, a solidarity player. I mean, he ran a lot. He helped a lot. I think he's a great captain. And, and I think he's a special player in Cyprus. Is what I say. Not many clubs, they give the opportunity to the players. Like in Hamburg got it. Pitas got it, and now he we saw the, the results of Pitas. Oh, yes. He's now the almost the most important maybe player in Cyprus for this for the for the national team. So, so I think it's important to give these chances for players that that they they have to show that they can, but they need the opportunity. Mm. And I remember seeing Pita maybe one or two seasons ago. He was stuck on the left wing, and now he's playing as a centre forward. And the type of goals that he scores, they're not just tap-ins they're headers right foot left foot he's moving into the right positions he's angling his runs he's playing off the defender's shoulder it seems that he's been playing center forward all of his life but he hasn't it's incredible yes when he started to come with us uh, i remember him as a winger fast winger maybe a bit weak in the contact but very fast but i think his uh, his evolution is, is amazing now he's like a Maybe, maybe it's too much to say, no, but Cristiano Ronaldo, he was playing as a winger, yeah. then he moved a bit more to the striker, and then he was, he was more decisive in the game. He was more sharp, more accurate. Maybe he didn't do many actions, but the, the actions that he did was like very definitely for the game, to score, to give assist. And I think Pitas is having this uh, performance now. I think he's a mature player for sure now, and I think... Uh, the, his his uh, his numbers are there. Uh, mm. He scores, he assists, he makes chances. I think he's a very good player. He has left, right, right foot, left foot headers. I think he's a clever player, fast. That in the last meters is very important to 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 have this speed of of, of finishing. For sure, one hundred percent. And there's another player that you played with who recently retired, and that's a uh, Fodi Babuli. Um, he's had an incredible career, five or six cups, I think. He's won the league title as well. He retired as an Omonia player, but again, he did so well at Abolon. What do you remember about Fodi? I remember, of course, Fodi. Uh, he's uh, he's an amazing player. He was he was almost uh, the 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 main player we had, but also other players, very good players, came with with uh, in that moment. But he. Always finished the season playing and being one of the most important players in the team. I think his mentality is, is great. His passion for football is great because you cannot play until 37, 38 with bad mentality. And his uh, his football is very, how I could say, it's the street football. I mean, uh, making dribbles, uh, playing short. Maybe not not super spectacular, but always was there. Always was giving one assist, uh, one goal. Uh, after he moved to to Omonia, when maybe most of people would say now he's fi he's finished. But after he did three, four, five seasons, amazing seasons with good numbers, 
and I think he's a, he's a very good player and and I wish him the best for sure after his retirement because he deserves it. Yeah, I know he's going back to Greece to be with his his family for a little bit, um, but I I believe that he still has a lot to offer. Um, and I think that Omonia need to do all they can to bring him as maybe an ambassador or even a coach because his influence around the dressing room, talking to the youngsters. I mean, we saw when he was saying bye to everyone, how upset everyone was, how sad it was. He obviously has a lot to offer. And I think my club, again, Omonia, we missed that opportunity with, with Jordi Gomez because when Jordi um, yeah. left the club... I believe they should have kept him to maybe look after the younger players, as I said, like an ambassador or as a sporting director, something to do so he still has that influence. So I think any club would benefit having someone like Fodi Babuli there around the club. Yes, for sure. The experience that uh, that he has in, in, Cy in Cyprus, because he really developed almost his full career in Cyprus, Knowing the teams, knowing the how everything works in Cyprus, how you said about the fans, about the stadiums, about the clubs, I think that knowledge is very important to to keep in your club. Now you are talking about Omonia, but also in Apollo, as football players can can give a lot, a lot of the experience. And in in Apollo, there are some that they I play with, for example, uh, a left a left back. I forgot the name. Yes, he's there, Basiliu, Jorgo Basiliu. He's there. Working for the club, uh, uh, Andres Kembri now is in uh, in Apollon Kembri, in the yeah. youth. Yeah, in the youth. So I think it's very important to keep this knowledge in the club to how you said to to show the way for the young players. Papuli talk Greek, so I think he could be a good a good link between uh, young players and the first team. And it's what what we are talking about. That I think in Cyprus they should care more about the. About the about his own his own people his own players yep. to give the chance and to be a bit patient because the results are, the results are there. And in terms of the the coaching at the club, again, my my memory isn't great, but I don't think Sofroni Avusti was there when you were playing. I think he came after. Yeah, he, the Sofroni is when I was there. He was the coach of the second team under nineteen. Yes, right. he was. He was with. He was with with us sometimes in the in the training, but not not as a as a first coach. He was there helping, right. and I think he always he was clever. He was getting experience, showing how everything works, how to deal with players, with foreign players. And I think he got all insight. And after we saw the results with Apollo, with the, with the Apoel, with the club that he has been. Now he's he was in Carmiotisa, no? This season at the end, or yeah, and he went to Ammonia. He went to Ammonia in uh, January and won the cup. So ah, and I didn't, I didn't know this move. Ah, so look, yeah. How it is. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I think I think he's a a, a a total coach in Cyprus. He has been in all clubs. He has <laughs> he has did amazing results with all, all of them. And for me, what is most more more impressive is that straight he get the team and the team start to go high he doesn't need time like Arteta we said that before he's this kind of coaches that they make magic like now it works yeah 100% 100% look I, I had my my doubts about him because it's, it's the tactical side that I can, I'm concerned with but Bedoya is there he's been brilliant so I can't complain he's won the cup we move on but um I know we, we're, we're hard-pressed for time because you're, you're a busy guy. I don't want to take up too much of your time. But 
in terms of your teammates at the club at the time, were you when you saw the, the players that you played with? Because I don't know if you had played with many of them before. Um, but were there any standout players at the club? Not just Cypriots, but in terms of the the non Cypriot players, were there any standout guys there? Like, what do you mean standout? Because I don't. Yeah. So in terms of when you saw them in training on the pitch, you, you'd probably think, "Wow, they they could do well in maybe the second division in Spain or first division or in other leagues." Yeah, I I play with uh, very good players in my time there, and I'm, for example, Kamel Merien, but we know him. He was playing in first division in in France. Uh, but from Cyprus, I was surprised with 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 some players that you really think that wow, this is uh, they can do it great in another in another in another uh, countries. I, for example, I remember uh, Merkis after he moved, he, he did good career in Apoel. I think he was a strong uh, a strong central defender with very good uh, very good conditions. But for me, the, the, what makes the difference is the mentality. Not everybody is, mm. is ready to move uh, abroad. Not only from Cyprus to other countries, if not from other countries to Cyprus. There are players that they are amazing in other places and other leagues, even maybe harder than in Cyprus. But they reach Cyprus and you say, what is this player? He doesn't know even how to shoot. This happened because the mind, the mental, the mental state and the, the mind and the family and the atmosphere is, is very important for a player. That's why, how you said before, that it's very important to keep players that can make this role to give confidence, like Papuli, for example, in Omonia, how you said, or players that can show you the way that uh, and support you in that moments that that maybe good players are not performing how they should. Mm. Brilliant. Well, I've got some quick fire questions about your teammates, and then maybe some about your your experiences with uh, Abolon. In terms of the dressing room, in terms of the players on the training field, who would you say was the the most entertaining? I would say. So you mean because of his quality or because of of his character? I'd say the character. Maybe he's a comedian, or he could tell jokes, or he's just a funny person, good singer, that kind of thing. <laughs> I would say. Uh, in the time I was there, Angelis, the, the stopper, Angelis was very funny guy and was very welcoming people from abroad because sometimes, you know, when some foreign player comes, that maybe the first weeks the relationship is more like, oh, this guy came to take my my position in the field, blah, blah, blah. But I think Angelis was very, very welcoming the people and very funny. Okay, and did you have any people in the in the dressing room that like to dance a little bit or maybe go to the clubs too much? Maybe I didn't realize that they were going to the clubs. <laughs> but for example, who was one? I want to mention uh, Handani, Rashid Handani, because he was a amazing example as a mate, as a as a human. So I think he was uh, maybe the best person player that I can play with. He he was honest in the game, honest behind the game, and and very calm person, very polite. I think he was the, the, the I have to mention him because he deserved it. Yeah, and every footballer that I've spoken to that has played in Cyprus that isn't from Cyprus, I've always always asked them this question: Is there anything that you remember about Cyprus that? If you saw it happen in another country, it would surprise you. But in Cyprus, it's like, oh, well, this is just so typical of, of Cyprus. Yeah, well, we talked about it before. I mean, I think the 
the atmosphere in the stadium sometimes is surprising because you never expect to feel to live something like that in Cyprus. And and what I was surprised in Cyprus is the how they treat you as a as a professional football player. Really, really, you feel that you are in the top level there. Maybe in Spain we think that in second division, but of course you feel as a football player you are treated like that. But there you can feel it every day in every corner of the of the of the city. In Spain, you leave the 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 the, 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 the let's say the football atmosphere and. You are a normal person, but in Cyprus, I think everybody's fan of, of one club. Everybody. Or they know you for good or for bad. But everybody, the women, men, everybody. Brilliant. And um, just a final question with regards to your playing time at Abolon. Were there any moments that you really, really enjoyed, whether it be a victory against an opponent or maybe scoring a goal? Was there anything that, that really stood out for you? I have very very good memories there. I remember one one game that we were playing to qualify to to Europa League group stage against Lokomotiv. It was playoff. We lost at home uh, one two I think uh, we lost, and there oh, and there we won four one one four. Let's say it was amazing. I remember whole the trip. It was a very strange moment because we lost the first. Uh, the first game, the first date in Cyprus, the first game we lost, and it was between. We played first leg, game in Cyprus, Cyprus, and then the second leg. Yeah. And it was we lost in the game. We have we have been lost in the first leg. So it was. I mean, Christakis was the coach, and it was everybody was saying that if we don't qualify, he's out. Nobody expected that we qualify. Really, there was amazing team of Lokomotiv with Manuel with Manuel Fernandez. Uh, Pavlyuchenko, uh, Korluka, it was an amazing game and we won 1-4 um, and I think it was one of the best uh, memories I had. Also in Europa League against Zurich, I scored one goal, it was a great memory. I had many, many, um, but I think these two maybe are the, the, the best ones. Brilliant. And uh, domestically, were there any games that you felt you played really well in on perhaps an opponent that was very difficult? I know you mentioned Merkiz, but were there any other opponents that you played against in Cyprus that you felt they were very, very good? I remember the, f the first season, really. Well, I, I want to say the last game I played with Apollon because before I moved to Holland, I played right. against Salamina. In that moment, I was not playing much. It was Saketi there playing in my position. And then I, I played that game because I think he was with five cards or something like this. And I think I remember I played very, very amazing game. I think one of my best games before I moved. But if I have to remember one, I remember in the first season, I, I scored against Apoel home. The, the second goal, I think, was 0-2. 2-0 we won there in Syria. I think it was amazing. The the feeling, all the... Mm. It was something else, yes. Fantastic. Well, Michael, thank you ever so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you for everyone tuning in. But before we finish it, can you just tell tell the Abolon fans a message? Have you got a message to tell them just so that when they're watching, they'll think, ah, oh, thank you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they know that I, I, lo I love them. I they, they saw me recently, in, I think in January I was there. I was uh, watching the, the, the game in the new stadium. I have to congratulate uh, Apollon and, and his uh, committee, how they managed to, to build this game with the other two teams that they play there. And I think it's, it's a good moment for the club to, to grow up even more than they are. They have a really 
amazing history. And I think this, this is just the beginning to, to make it even greater. I know this season was hard for them. They had very bad moments, but finally, uh, uh, big clubs like Apollon, they, they turned the situation and, and they finished in a great moment. The, with the coach, I think they, they have uh, something, something else for next season. So I wish them the best and, and I will see you then soon for sure. Fantastic. Well, that's another episode of This Is Mapa Done. Thank you to Marco for tuning in, uh, everyone tuning in as well. And give us a follow on Instagram at This Is Mapa. Marco is on it as well. I think you're Marco Julian, I believe. That's your that's your uh, Instagram account, isn't it? Yes, yes. Marco Julian. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. So there you go, boys and girls. Thank you very much.